For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them, the show where you get all your information from. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm Jesse Smiles, and this is Lily Marston. I was just gonna say, wow, do you have a do you have a one liner? I for normally us? don't pregame before we film. I drank one beer before, and I'm feeling a little lit. But anyway, uh, this is episode forty-one. What a time to be alive! I feel like we've really crossed a threshold. Oh yeah, we're we're smooth sailing from here, sister. We don't even need to say the numbers. Is that like a thing on like H three doesn't say the numbers anymore because it's been like five thousand. No, I don't think it's one. And I see people commenting, being like, "Do you think they'll always do that?" <laughs> Wait. Also, did you see the comments on the last one? Um, and it's funny that people did comment this because I had debated which way to go. You know, the balloons that I had added for the 40th episode. Oh, God, did they hate it? <laughs> no, I think people liked it, but it was that um, a few people commented that they were high and they were like, I'm really high and I'm very oh. aware of the balloon <laughs> movement throughout the entire video. And I had debated. I was like, do I have them keep moving? Like, do I extend it and have them keep moving? Because they kind of like... It kind of tripped me out a little too. I'm not going to lie. I was looking at it. I was like, wait a second. Was that a movement? Like, I did feel like I was on mushrooms or something. I've never even done mushrooms, but I would imagine that's how you feel. But it was slay. Honestly... Uh, I, never mind. I was gonna go on. A Did tangent, you do mushrooms? Really Tell us everything. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've done it, Lily. Uh, we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, so today's video—you guessed it—it's a mishmash. Uh, we have a few topics. I actually—I feel like the topics themselves. Listen, nothing groundbreaking, okay? But stay tuned because I feel like we have a lot to rant about. Per usual, like we could rant about literally anything, but I want to start off with a topic that probably is just going to get us angry and then we can take it from there and go to the less serious ones. Lily's like confused because I did the Google Doc. You can always tell who did yeah, the Google I, I Doc. I don't really know. Wait, wait, so what are we starting? What's getting us angry? We are going to start with the insane situation. I feel like it's insane. I feel like there may be a criminal case afoot. Um, the Ariana Grande lookalike shenanigans. It's not funny, Lily. It's not funny. It's a serious situation. No, ironically, I'm the one that's. You are, you are. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I saw this on Twitter. Did we figure out if this was like a, a recent development? Uh, listen, I don't know. <laughs> no, we didn't. We, we actually didn't. <laughs> okay, we didn't at all. So, so this is what happened. I passed someone on Twitter say, like reposting a screenshot of, if you guys don't know, um, there's this girl named Paige Neiman, and she is known for being an Ariana Grande lookalike. Similar to... It's just Ashley. Yeah, exactly. She's part Have of we? that. But we've talked about this, like we've talked about her on this podcast, actually. Have we? When we were talking about It's Just Ashley. Yeah. And we were saying that she used the like cat oh. voices a lot and that Ariana Grande like said, hey, please don't, like that's weird. Oh, oh, yeah. I was going to say in terms of that, like Taylor hasn't commented on just It's Just Ashley, but Ariana like has spoken out that she doesn't like this. But this we have weird. verbal confirmation that she's creeped out by this girl. And to, to point out, she was creeped out when she was just doing normal TikToks. <laughs> just normal TikToks using the Cat Valentine, is that her name? Cat Valentine's yes. uh, like voices from Nickelodeon. Uh -huh. And she's like, I find it weird how uh -huh. basically she's like meshing the two worlds, like dressing as Ariana, but using Cat's voice and it just freaked her out. <sighs> well, well, Paige took that five steps further. <laughs> first of all, she needs to go to jail for this because Paige Neiman has started an OnlyFans account. And when Lily told me this, the first question I had was like, okay, she started an OnlyFans account. But does she try to look like Ariana in it? Because that's that would be the real mm -hmm. kicker. Mm -hmm. And then Lily The answer is yes. <laughs> Lily proceeds to just send me this picture. And I gasped. First of all, cows don't have ears like that. So okay. those are like cat ears. So not the point. I know. <laughs> you know I do always be missing the point. But that is very, very, very true. A really poor costume design. One thing that's very okay, so I pulled up on her TikTok this hold on, where is it? It's this TikTok where you can see how Paige and what she actually yeah, looks. Yeah, exactly. Like. How she actually looks and then she transforms into Ariana. Let me, I think it has copyrighted sound, so we'll just keep it muted. You can clearly see, like, okay, there's a tiny resemblance. Like, I would see with the eyes, really, is the only thing. What's funny is that looks like which one of the 
is it Martino, the twins? Oh, twins? oh, uh, uh, yeah, it's Gabby that looks Gabby? like her. Yeah. That she was in the Thank You Next video? Yeah. That's who I would say that this looks like, which is funny because she also is an Ariana kind of lookalike. Yeah. But it, do, it does show just like with It's Just Ashley that she very much goes out of her way to mimic Ariana's look. It's not a normal appearance. Thing oh, 100%. Her. And one thing I want to point out, if anyone knows about makeup, um, all you have to do is look at her for two seconds. It's insane. It is insane. She contours the ever-loving shit out of her nose. She also does this, like you could see it in the picture that we showed where she's wearing the cow costume. She like puts her eyeliner and her eyeshadow in the, a way that's going to yeah. make her eyes look more like almond shaped like Ariana's. And like slanted up kind yes. of. Yes. And she got lip injections. I think those are new because I don't feel like she always had those lips. That's like, it's insane even with it's just ashley not to keep bringing her up but like she i can tell it's not taylor swift like this you could show me pictures of Paige, and i wouldn't know it's not ariana well this particular one like for the only fans that were looking at her in the cow costume is like the eyebrows she has shaved the end of her eyebrow off to look straighter like ariana's she has done the eye makeup she has again contoured the ever loving shit out of her nose she's got lip injections she's doing the facial expressions of ariana while selling nudity so like i was telling lily i'm like isn't this deep fake territory like i feel like it is that was the first thought i had too where it's the same with deep fake that people aren't consenting to have their likeness and image sexualized this is literally like it's not like she doesn't know what she's doing and again like she doesn't actually naturally look exactly like Ariana. Like she's going out of her way to do it. It's insane. You shouldn't be able to do this. And I feel like this is really fucking dumb because if Ariana wanted to, and honestly, I have to say like, I would pursue something legally with this. If someone looked like me or tried to look like me as hard as she does and then started selling nudes, like, and they have similar like body types and things and, like that. Like, well, that's and the thing up. is, is I'm sure, I don't think that there's any case out there that has been one where it would like set precedent for this kind of a situation. But I think Ariana definitely would have a leg to stand on for it because if you go back and like, look, it's not like she just looks like her. It's that all of the content is about her too. And she did the Cat Valentine stuff. And it is this was her literally days ago. It said, it's a TikTok that says, when someone calls me an Ariana Grande wannabe, when I'm literally an Ariana Grande wannabe. Girl. Really, really triggers me that it's a Ariana Grande wannabe and not and, and listen, Ariana Grande. Again, not the point, Lily. <laughs> I, sorry. So yeah, she, it's like she admittedly is an Ariana Grande lookalike wannabe. So it's not like she's not open about the fact that she is trying to portray that likeness. So I think that that alone would be. Yeah. And like it's all the time. So she literally look at this. She's using Ariana Grande audio. Yeah. I mean, it's you you would not be able to even remotely deny that that's what she's trying to do. And that's how she's, oh my God, she has 10.5 million followers. And then look at the views. Look at the views. So when she impersonates and like uses Ariana Grande sound, she knows it's going to be controversial because people hate on her. That has 7.1 million views when the other ones just have like in the hundreds of thousands. Oh so oh she God. knows this is profitable. I'm dying. Look at her bio. What does it say? Not impersonating. Not impersonating. Exclamation I'm, point. I'm pretty sure you are. Are you kidding me, Do you know girl? what that means? Like, like, I guess she's not, she's not literally saying she's Ariana, but. Yeah, I, I, I think that's really annoying. I'm sorry. Do the Elvis Presleys on Hollywood Boulevard literally say they're Elvis Presley? Yeah. Maybe, actually. Yeah, actually, I think they do. <laughs> they might. But I think that there is a world that, like, like, if I found out that I could do my makeup and look exactly like someone, and I kind of developed this, like, ongoing comedy sketch that I would do on my TikTok, but it's not, like, my everyday thing. I'm not going out in public. I'm not pretending to be that person. Like, it's clearly a joke. And it even has layers to it. Because I feel like someone, like, it's just L Ashley, even though she's, like, she creeps me out a little bit and she scares me. And she went to that Taylor concert and people were oh, freaking I out. That's a whole separate thing. She got, like, VIP. Anyway, whatever. So, but, like, there's different... She, I don't think, is about to launch an OnlyFans. Exactly. That's the thing. Is like, there's layers to it. And I think there's a lot more innocence that comes with, like, oh, I look like this person. Let me, like, dress like them more often or, like, make tiktoks dress like them versus let me sell nude photos or nude content when people obviously like 
Ariana Grande is very pretty. People really like her. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people want to see Ariana Grande naked. Like, it's just very fucking weird. Well, and the fact that Ariana Grande already spoke out and said it's weird before she was doing that. Like, and then you have the nerve to take it even further. I like, I can't imagine. Yeah, this is very, very cringe. And honestly, I do hope something legally comes out of it. Maybe I'm being a Karen. I don't know. But like, I just feel like this is so fucked I know, that's up. fucked. It is. Yeah. Like, my first response to Lily was like, okay, she got an OnlyFans but like there's people that have OnlyFans and like Cardi B has an OnlyFans and she doesn't like, she's not on their news. She's just answering like fan questions and shit. But then Lily sent me that yeah. picture and I'm like, that alone, even not nude, but that alone. Because the thing is too is like, okay, side. And that wasn't even on our OnlyFans. That was just our Instagram. Side story that is relevant, but also extremely not relevant. Are you ready? Oh God, uh, love it. Bring it on. So uh, my fake ID, her name was Callie Nicole Fors Woodward. Hope you're doing well, Callie. Anyway, that's quite I know, should name. I like, uh, did I just dox her? Anyway, but um, she was my brother's ex-girlfriend's friend and she was just some random white blonde girl and I did not look like her per se. So I would specifically contour my nose. Like she had a, a very defined thin nose. She also had a really big eye. So I would put white eyeliner to like look like her and then I would contour my nose because I always loved makeup. My point being, <laughs> also I fucking slayed with that fake ID. They never even suspected me. But my point being, this is so fucking intentional. Like she contours her nose so heavily. The facial expressions are so intentional that it's like there's not at all, like any hope for you, girl. If Ariana decides to sue you, you are so royally fucked. It reminds me of like when Candy Johnson used to be like transforming herself into like Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Like literally, oh but like God, she does yes. this and it just, it's, it, it's, it looks so much like her. Yeah, you're, girl, you're living your everyday life and with the like- the laugh, the dimple, like it's fucking crazy. Honestly, this is freaky. I think that she's dead ass fucking wrong for this. If I was her and I wanted to do an OnlyFans, which fair enough, girl, get your coin, whatever, who cares? I would make so sure that I look nothing like Ariana. Yeah, like nothing. It is crazy to think even bigger picture that like, yeah, people have been being celebrity impersonators for years. Vegas, Hollywood Boulevard, totally. That's very common. But that was before social media was a thing and everyone could see it. And you had like the privacy of your own home to be able to make the content where you look like this person. And also, I mean, I did see, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I did see an Elvis Presley with assless chaps in Vegas once. But also that doesn't count because Elvis is dead. Well, right? I mean, some people don't think so, but <laughs> no, it is different. But uh, even like there's Adele impersonate. I, like, it's just crazy because even if someone looked exactly like the person they're impersonating, they would never have blown up like they can now with social media, where now like- Why, because they have zero talent? No, because there's no way for like someone across the world to see them. The fact that she has 10.5 million followers is crazy, but also it's like- oh Yeah, God. I see. I, I thought you meant like impersonators, like the only thing they have is that they look like someone else. Not that they actually have any ounce of the talent that the person they look like has. Oh no, so, some of them, if they're impersonating singers and stuff, they can mm, sing. Okay, interesting. Well, anyway. Yeah, uh, so um, but <laughs> again, I found this via a tweet that someone else had posted a screenshot. So this, there's probably more layers. Well, and more that this might not be a recent thing. Like she could have started the OnlyFans like a year ago. I just hadn't ever heard about it before this. Yeah, me neither. And like, it's I think absurd. Regardless, it's, yeah, it's disgusting. I think that that's so fucked. And I would like to see if anything actually comes of this. Cause I just feel like she's gotten by in the sense of like, I mean, I don't know if that bio is like, she thinking, she's thinking that's gonna hold up in court or what? But like, I think she's just gotten by this far and she's like, oh, Ariana Grande like doesn't care. But if Ariana ever decided to spend just 2% of her money on fucking this girl up, she'd never like work another day, like on the internet. She'd just like disappear. So she needs to be careful. And if I were her, I would say, change your look on OnlyFans. That's very disturbing, don't do that. Anyway, um, so we have more topics, don't you worry. No, that um, wasn't it. I'll let Lily choose the next topic. So we have Jojo Siwa faking pregnancy. We have Shane Dawson. Lots of layers there. I don't even know how to like categorize it. We'll see in the chapters. Here, well, as of right do now, we, I don't know. Let's, let's do Jojo Siwa. So the reason this has come up for me is one, a few people have just suggested that we covered this the last few weeks. I guess she'd been posting like pictures of her holding her stomach and pictures with diapers and stuff. And I honestly didn't really care enough to look into it. But um, then I saw a video last night pop up on my Twitter feed. Twitter just always introducing me to the greatest content. It was one of my favorite people, 
Candace Owens, you guys, I like, she's, I guess I was gonna say, I'm never surprised at how horrible she is, but honestly, I always am because I just don't, it doesn't compute in my head how you could be like this. I don't even like to, and I'm gonna be honest, like the Candace Owens and even the Tucker Carlson's and all of those people, I really don't like to give them the fucking time of day because I know for a fucking fact that Candace- they're rage baiting they us. Don't, yes, of course. Candace Owens literally only speaks in bullshit. Like everything that comes out of her mouth is just fucking diarrhea. So it's literally like, how am I gonna try to dissect a steamy pile of diarrhea? Like I don't have the time for well, that. That's, that's the thing. It's not even like she just has like a bad take on something. It's like she completely misses the, like, I just never understand how she has even formulated. She got into it with Nick Akato Avocado. Well, so I thought that that was absurd. I'm watching this and I'm like, you have like a writer's room and this is what you guys, like, this is what someone Does she have pitched. a show? Yeah. Like a show show? I mean, or like a show on YouTube? It has like a very legitimate set. So I'd imagine it airs somewhere. Do you think she makes a lot of money? Yes. Yes, I do. But it's this video, which I feel we, I think we have to play. First of all, I, this is Lily. This is not me. I don't want to play anything of Candace Owens on the show, but this is Lily, okay? Well, better, better give us a view instead yeah, of Yeah, oh, that's true. Um, that's I true tweeted if you want to know what she's on. Yeah, so I uh, scrolled past this because JoJo actually had quote tweeted it. Her saying, I haven't watched the video yet, but if it has anything to do with your caption, respectfully back the fuck off. Because Candace Owens' podcast account tweets out, is JoJo Siwa lying about being lesbian for attention? Jesus. First of all, what the fuck does that even mean? Oh, here we go. Jesus. Get ready. Deep breath. I don't believe Jojo Siwa is a lesbian, by the way. I want to state that very <laughs> clearly. I do believe that she's desperate for attention and you're not going to believe what she's doing now. But first, let's back it up to just her announcement back in October of 2022 about how she really... Can I just say, I, I know, uh, you know me, queen of being off topic. I hate when people wield around a pen. They think it like makes them real smart. What the fuck are you writing, Candace? You writing notes while you're talking? No, you're not. No, well, that's what pisses down. me off about her is because I'll point out in a second, we'll see. She gets so many things wrong all the time. And I'm like, yeah. do you have bad writers or are you just like really bad at your job? Yeah, <laughs> for someone with a pen, you really don't know shit. Cause you think people with pens be writing and fucking learning and shit. No. First, let's back it up to just her announcement back in October of 2022 about how she realized she was a lesbian. Take a listen. <laughs> Take a listen. One thing about me is that when I was 12, Demi Lovato came out with the song Cool for the Summer. I really, really liked it and listened to it all the time. I did not know what it meant back then, but now that I'm much older and I understand, I know what it means. Then a few years later, Jenna Dewan went on Lip Sync Battle. She did a really great Magic mic number. I pretty much watch it every day. Little me, she didn't know she was gay until Candace's a couple facial expressions? years later, a man was my first date. And he... Sorry, pause to say, no surprise that Candace Owens has no rhythm. Just, just throwing that out there. Not a surprise in, in sight. Wanted to have sex with me. And I... Did not want to, never wanted to, grossed out by the thought of it, immediately knew. Men are not my thing. Women are my gig. Gotta go. Okay, so let's just back that up. Three things that made her realize she was a lesbian. First, she says that she listened to Demi Lovato's Cool for the Summer song, which she had no idea what it meant. Uh, and, and now she does know what it means. Then she said that she watched Jenna Dewan dancing just said Dewan. over and over again <laughs> to Magic Mike on So You Think You Can Dance. And then she found out later that Jenna Dewan was lesbian. And then last but Plus, not least, in that... One sentence. She mispronounces Jenna Duan, which Jojo literally Classic. just said. She mispronounces it twice. Is that Channing Tatum's ex? Yes. So you should also just like know her name anyway. But also Jojo just said it. Then she says the performance for Magic Mike was on So You Think You Can Dance, which it was on Lip Sync Battle, which again, Jojo just said. Oh my God, said. I was about to ask that. I was like, Jenna was on So You Think You Can Dance? Because I saw her on Lip Sync. And then she says that Jenna Duan was a lesbian. Is she not? No. <laughs> she was married to she was married 
married to I mean not that she couldn't have been married to a man but like, I the, the am entire thing I was like for that. I tweeted I'm I was like is that. this woman's recall just like terrible like how could you get that many things wrong in such a short span so not the point of this but just no no it is the point of this because I think it's so slay the way she just literally talks like such a pompous asshole that she knows everything. everything wrong <laughs> like actually factually you know nothing and i love that because she's just fucking it up and it's hilarious that's why i think she's like a caricature like i don't even know what she is or like what she actually stands for but it's hilarious well and again it's like it wasn't even like she just like was misinformed or had like no literally jojo just said it you just watched it we watched it with you <laughs> and the guy wanted to have sex with her and she was grossed out and then she realized, oh, that's it. Obviously, I'm a lesbian. One plus one plus one must equal I'm a lesbo, like or something. And that's, I guess, the idea here. Not the is slur. That she suddenly realized she was a lesbian. Oh, she Candace, you fucking bitch. Candace, why are you like dissecting this TikTok as if it is this very serious coming out video? Like it's a because joke. they all do that. Tucker Carlson does that. He'll be like. So the liberals think that all cops should die. And it's like, do you know, like, do you understand nuance? No. Like, holy shit. You'll see this in a sec, but like, I can't fathom being this confident about someone else's sexuality that I don't know. And also, of course, this is on the Daily Wire. Everything just makes so much sense. I'm so glad I drank before this episode, honestly. And that's, I guess, the idea here is that she suddenly realized she was a lesbian because she had a bad date and no, she liked that, the way Jenna Dewan danced to Magic Mike. No, Candace, she looked at a fucking dick in her face and said, I never want anything to do with that ever in my life. Do you not understand? Are you actually fucking dumb? I mean, that's yes, that, yes. she, she's rage baiting and we're, we're taking the bait, you bitch, Lily. Why'd you bet? But that's the thing, it was like, my question always remains, like, did she end filming this segment? And then she like, la like looks at everyone and is like, <laughs> got him again. Like, or does she actually kind of believe this? Because like, what the fuck? It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. <laughs> and it's very clear to me that she did that video for attention. She got attention because it's a great way to find a community of victims. And of course, there is no community that is louder, more roarous than the LGBTQIA. Are you sure, bitch? Cause you're really loud. That's the shit that got me so crazy around the whole Trump era. They were like, they will not silence us. It's like, you guys are the loudest motherfuckers I've ever heard in my life. Like, can you the actually like- The people are always claiming that they are the ones being silenced. I'm being silenced. While they're I'm like, like, then why can we still hear you? IA never ending alphabet soup community. Now they're behind her and she does their bidding all the time. I'm sorry, did she just say alphabet soup community? What? <laughs> I've never heard that one. Oh, that's kind of slay. I love that. I'm gonna tell my brother about that. <laughs> alphabet soup is kind of funny. <laughs> but also the way Candace talks about the LGBTQ community is like they're the Illuminati. She's like, now they have them her doing their bidding. Like who? Oh, who is, what are you talking about? It's always like this insane disgust for the LGBTQ community. And when you get to the root of it, it's like, they bother me for being there. Like they just literally don't want them to be there. But but then they always flip it to be like, the idea that they portray and like throw out there is that like the LGBTQ, it's like one, that it's like contagious. And two, that they are like zombies that wanna like attack and make you wanna like. Literally, I know this is gonna piss people off. And listen, I respect whatever the fuck gets you by in life, whatever, like as long as you're not hurting people, I genuinely do respect and love you. And and I, I, that's just my, my truth as a human being. But it's like, they talk about alphabet soup community being recruiters. Nobody's ever tried to recruit me to be a lesbian, but however, I have been tried to be recruited to be in your church and tied and give all my money to you. So I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, and that's not even like a secret. Literally religions do try to recruit people. <laughs> I feel like it's so ridiculous they talk about it like it's this disgusting like like the plague i don't I get it. like it's literally like it's zombies that they're like <laughs> gonna gonna come get them and it's just like Lily, I, we're totally gonna be canceled for this i love it i love it we're totally gonna be canceled for this people are gonna be like no, no we're not we're it'd be, we should be canceled if we're saying the opposite well we got a comment and lily told showed me at one time and i was actually shooketh to the core uh i said that some legal document was like legalese like the the language of legal documents mm -hmm. are so common complicated that it's like the Bible that it's hard to read because the Bible's like very old timey. And someone's like, well, that's my last straw. I'm not watching this podcast no more. And me and are like, what? Okay, well, if we're gonna get canceled for anything, it's for that accent. <gasps> oh, is that wrong? <laughs>
Let's get back to the video. I know. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. We're off the rails on this one. And this has become a brand for her. She's a lesbian, guys. And she goes out and she defends <laughs> other lesbians and other gay people. And nobody has ever questioned whether or not this girl is literally just doing all this for attention. Now, mm -hmm. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she is a lesbian. Maybe no, it is true wrong. that if you see Jenna doing dancing, you might also become a lesbian. Or maybe... I am not a lesbian. I mean, I don't know, you know, if, God forbid, one day I get divorced, what's going to happen, okay? Nobody knows. Never but say what never. I will say but is that watching her grind on the lip sync battle, yeah, that was, like, very sexual. She's super hot. Like, get out of here. Like, what are you talking... Like, she's like, I don't know. It's seen Did you watch Jenna DeWan grind on Channing Tatum? Or maybe it's also true that if you, too, go on a bad date, which all of us have gone on, you might be like, maybe I'm a lesbian. I've been on some bad dates. I might actually be a lesbian. Maybe all that's true. If you think that it might not be, then you're going to find it interesting that now she's being criticized, she's reading. even from her own community, because she decided to fake a pregnancy. Okay, I'm with her on this. And now I can tell Candace to go fuck herself because this is a topic we will cover. Thank you very much, Candace. But all in all, Candace Owens, you need to go into a cave. Well, no, wait, there, there, but there, there is more that she oh. goes off on that it's like, cause she starts weirdly talking about Demi Lovato then. Oh, okay. Let me skip ahead to that and then we'll talk about the pregnancy thing. How about that? Uh, <laughs> a lot of pieces in her hair. <laughs> she wears scrunchies and bows and pieces children like to watch hair. her because she's ecstatic all the time. People that you see that put on an appearance of happiness all the time are usually people that are suffering the most internally. And there is no question to me that what we have observed from her over the last few years no has been question. one giant cry for help. It's a giant cry for help as just one example when she would just ruthlessly attack Candace Cameron. I think Candace Cameron, who she rightfully said she used to idolize when she was young, is actually who she still idolizes. I think deep down Jojo Siwa wants to be like Candace Cameron, but she can't now because she's resigned herself to a brand of LGBTQ awareness and it's driving her crazy. And she did this for attention. I don't believe she's a lesbian no more than I believe Demi Lovato is a lesbian. I think oh. it's interesting that she brought up Demi Lovato in the first place because she's another person that went on a long cry for help, right? These people are suffering on the inside. They're completely empty on this inside. What they really need is spiritual growth and development in God, and so what they instead try to fill it with is pronouns and bios <laughs> and extreme cries for attention, like pretending to be pregnant or pretending to, as Demi Lovato once did, uh, ghost hunt or something. <laughs> okay, Demi Lovato's cringy and weird, but don't talk about her being a fake, like, what are you talking okay, about? Okay, we all agree that Demi singing to the ghosts was incredibly cringe, but that has nothing to do with this, Candace. You know what actually fucking drives me nuts about these people? I hate when people sandwich, like I said, she's sandwiching the pregnancy thing or like Demi Lovato being really cringe in a lot of situations in between like a bunch of fucking lies and fluff about her own bullshit. And I feel like it's super manipulative. It's super calculated and I fucking hate it. I think it's so sneaky and snake-like. But it also is sort of weird because it doesn't ever make sense. And she is doing exactly that. Not. She's literally like taking all of these things that are unrelated and putting them all in the same basket and being like, see, I just like couldn't handle how casually she threw out. She was like, no more than I believe Demi Lovato is a lesbian. I was like, Excuse me, what did they do to you that you are so, like, a critical of, I mean, uh, you're critical of everyone's sexuality, but, like, and Candace, last, last time I checked, no one gives a flying fuck if you think they're a lesbian or not. Like, who gives, I don't give, like, literally, I know I'm talking, and that's why I didn't want to get into Candace Owens, I know, because I, know, I, I, know. I, I don't like to give her the time of day. But this just got me. It had so many different things in it. I'm like, what? I don't know what has rotted her brain but money. like the the complete lack, it has to be money, but you can't give me enough money I to do agreed. this. Agreed, so I don't get it. As we uh, were talking about before. Oh, Jojo <laughs> so Siwa pregnancy. So that's the thing, it's the sandwich, right? It's bullshit and then the truth in the middle. Well, so but even, believes all and even it. though how she was discussing the Jojo Siwa thing was bullshit, because like, correct me if I'm wrong, Jojo Siwa didn't actually think anyone was going to think she was pregnant. Like it wasn't a real prank. Uh, let's, let's get into it. Let's watch this TikTok because I do feel like maybe it went a little bit too far. Jojo Siwa is pissing off the internet by taking a fake pregnancy joke a little too far. About two weeks ago on Snapchat, she posted, I think, this picture originally. Basically, she was bloated from eating, made the joke like, haha, I'm pregnant. She's done it almost every day since. And yesterday, she just took it way too far. She posted this with a bunch of baby clothes and did a baby clothing haul like she was 
actually pregnant. She even faked a gender reveal. And people are like, this isn't a joke. Someone even mentioned that her aunt on TikTok has talked about her multiple miscarriages. It's just disrespectful at 20 years old. I don't know, let me know what you guys think. I didn't know about the baby clothes and the gender reveal. <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel like she, you know, again, like being a lesbian and being young, like I think she's like, obviously people aren't going to think I'm pregnant. And one photo, even two yeah. photos, I could have been like, eh, whatever. I think that the obviously like taking pictures at her friends or whoever's gender reveal that was and showing the baby clothes and all that stuff. I personally have an issue with that. Like I'm of the camp of like never fucking joke about pregnancy ever. Like I have lost a child. It is the most insane thing you'll ever go through. And 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 also like, even though you can't help it, you feel negatively towards like when someone announces their pregnancy, you're like, fuck, like it just feels like shit. And you try not to, cause you're like, that's horrible. I want them to have like a healthy, wonderful pregnancy, but you feel like shit. And then there's people like this who are just like joking about it and bring up those like negative, crazy emotions. So I have a question mm -hmm. for situations like, cause I know personally that the topic of doing like, we were pregnant for a day, definitely came up while I was at Clever as doing that for an episode. Oh. And I feel like we instantly were always like, no, 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 not touching that. Like people are gonna get mad because I, I can't think of anyone specifically that got a lot of backlash for that, but people definitely have. So I've always wondered, cause I felt like some reactions I've seen have been warranted to stuff. And then some stuff feels like a little bit of like, cause guys do like labor pain videos and stuff. So is like, is that too far? No, I think if it's like the other gender, you're just like, oh, okay, they're like, I, it doesn't bring up the same feelings mm -hmm. in you as it does when you're someone who's experienced loss. And like, like I said, like you will watch people you love most in this world. There's people who have siblings or parents or whoever the fuck else get pregnant. That you like, in your brain, you're like, I wanna be happy for them, but you're just like. You can't help it. You're, ter you're, you're terribly sad for yourself. Like you, it just reminds you of loss. I actually got pregnant at the same time my sister-in-law got pregnant with the baby that I lost. So she went on to have a daughter. And even now, it's been years, I've had my daughter since. And I look at, you know, my niece and I'm like, wow, my baby would have been literally a month off of her. So it, it brings up a lot in you there's a lot of emotions a lot of feelings you'll never forget it you'll never fully I don't know heal from it I guess or you do heal from it but you just you know you ex you move on or you keep living life but I just think things like this like it, it gets a little dicey where it's like okay I get it you had a food baby I probably done that when I was a teenager like oh my god I'm pregnant like you know what I mean like who cares well so that's back to my question like if you saw me for example and you like didn't know me or if you didn't know me and we did a video where we had like fake pregnancy stomachs and we walked around all day and like pretended to be pregnant would that be something because I mean I just personally I could understand why people would be upset for the spectrum of things but I obviously can't relate. So. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't know that I would care so much about that as I would someone actually claiming to be pregnant. You doing a video like that, you're faking it. Yeah, most people probably wouldn't believe this, but some people actually do. Well, and it's like, if you started the video and you're like, I really, like, I wanna, obviously I'm not pregnant, but I like wanna live in a pregnant woman's shoes yeah, for the yeah. day or something, and you like went around with her and you had a belly too. And that'd be fine. I don't know that I would give a shit about that. I'm not like particularly sensitive about those things either. So like maybe I'm the wrong person to ask and everyone's different but I feel like what Jojo's doing is a little bit weirder because it's like okay once is like a joke twice is like okay it's a little bit of a meme we're trolling a little bit there's like seven pictures there's like hauls of baby clothes it's a little bit much like I don't I, again I don't give a fuck that she did it to be honest I just in general I don't like pregnancy jokes I think that that's one thing maybe don't touch on it to joke about it. If you're gonna like do content around it, make it very clear that's what you're doing or whatever. But like this is just, it's a little distasteful for me. I don't like it. Well, and again, I didn't know that there was like the baby clothes and the gender reveal thing. I feel like one, I feel like any joke sh should have been done before it went that far. Yeah. But then. Oh my God. What? No, is that, uh, you reminded me of, <laughs> sorry, my brain. Uh, you reminded me of like, me and my cousins and like my brother used to always say like, oh, you killed it. 
Like, you killed it. You killed the joke. Yes. This killed it. Like, it's like, no, yeah. girl, this is too far. Like, well, it's not funny it, that's anymore. The, it's like, the first one, it's like, oh, ha And then the next one's like, oh. And then it's like, okay, we get like, it. Like, gender reveal? Like, clothing? No, thank you. The way that I found about it was through TikTok's super unhinged search result, like, suggestions. You know that, like, feature that goes on the top of... That's a How whole problem. How does that work? I don't and know. And when did that start? Because it is so it's, bad. Uh, but it actually gets to, like... Insanely, great, it, it is great in a lot of scenarios, but there's some scenarios where it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like there was a, there's this one girl on TikTok who has ovarian cancer and is literally passing away, has a child and a husband, it's horrible. And you go to any of her oh, comment no. sections and the top search result is Haley faking pregnancy. I mean, not pregnancy, Jesus, Jojo. Uh, Haley faking cancer. People will see that and think, oh, is she faking this? Yeah, I was gonna say, and she's not, right? No, of course not. She's literally like, what? Dying. I mean, no, but the thing is, it's like, it's not, of course not, because apparently multiple people have done that recently. What? Faking cancer? Oh, yeah, they do be doing that. Or multiple other things. A lot no, of fake she's not, out there. unfortunately. I actually wish that she was, because she has such a beautiful little boy, and, like, oh. uh, it's, it's horrible, and she's terminal and all that stuff but anyway okay anyway i start smiling when i think of, of that i need to i need to move on so that is the extent of the jojo siwa pregnancy as far there's so much in like her ex relationship and like a bunch of shit that I, we've talked about this before i just can't get oh god i i really don't like care an about early any 20s the, the... girl like just experiencing her life no thanks don't want to talk about it <laughs> i don't give a fuck honestly about that the whole world seems very incestual and i'm just like eh, no no thanks i don't incestual. care but uh Anyway, on to our last topic, oh. which we are definitely gonna have something to say about. Shane Dawson. <laughs> we don't really talk about him on the show. Why, Lily? I just don't have... <laughs> do we know them? Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah, we do. We do. We actually both do know them. Yeah. I've met Shane Dawson at Lily's birthday party. <laughs> actually, I met Shane Dawson the night he met Ryland. Isn't that weird? Oh my God. They met on Bumble, technically, but... Yeah. I remember hanging out with Shane for like the first time, maybe second time. Yeah. And they had like just connected and he then was coming into Clever and they like met up beforehand or something. Yeah. And with peace and love, and we don't have to elaborate on this, there are, I mean, and this makes sense because we're human beings. Me and Lily both have our boundaries on the show where it's like, hey, let's maybe not talk about that. I definitely have a strong boundary. You guys can probably guess. But I, I definitely have like a strong boundary of like, I'm not talking about that. Like it's not, it's not happening. So Lily doesn't really love to talk about Shane. And I get it because you guys were friends, like to a certain extent, like you guys were friendly. Yeah, for sure. And that's, I just feel so like, <laughs> like, I don't know what to think or feel during any, yeah, it makes sense. Because I, I don't, it's hard because I don't agree with any of the stuff that has come out that he's done or that you didn't know about. Well, that was the thing. It's like when we first collaborated, it was because he reached out to me on Twitter. He had randomly followed me and I was like, oh, I've heard that name before. But like I was working so much at that time. I was hardly going home on the weekends and watching YouTube. And like I started working at Clever in 2012 as an intern. Which, I feel like, when did YouTube first? Like, when did you start watching YouTube? I started watching YouTube, like, 2009. Oh, really? Well, so... Like, yeah, I started watching, like, when uh, Philip DeFranco was SXE Phil and, like, Jenna Marbles was just starting out, like, early days. But even then, I didn't watch Shane Dawson yeah, well, at all. Like, I, he just wasn't ever my thing. It's like, thing. you can watch any of my videos and gather pretty quickly that I don't have, like, me and Shane don't have the same sense. Like, I don't have a vulgar sense of humor, mm -hmm. especially when I was a Clever. But, like, I'm not making a bunch of inappropriate jokes, usually. <laughs> so it's funny because even when I think back to the first video we did with him, I literally got in trouble because he did a video for his channel and then we did one for ours. I remember that. <laughs> and he, he titled something, he made me and Jocelyn watch a clip of, the I don't know it was like two two girls one horse what I don't something very not like ugh. so you don't see the video in it but you see him showing his phone and like us being like oh my god don't like and it's me and Jocelyn not knowing how to react and like not knowing what to do and we're just like oh my god stop doing this was it two girls fucking a horse I don't even remember like you couldn't how do you not remember that we literally like weren't we wouldn't even look at it it was so the whole um, thing was so awkward and yeah he's so insanely vulgar yeah like it's, it's yeah and that was his thing and like again i hadn't like i definitely wasn't watching youtube while i was working i mean ironically i wasn't watching youtube while Can i was working I? at the youtube company but I, like i hadn't watched a bunch before either i feel like shane gets this like almost and you don't have to even respond to this 
So it's just me talking, don't worry about it. But like, I feel like Shane gets almost these like content creator boners for people. And he's like, oh, I'm, it's like the Bobby Burns thing where he's like, I'm gonna take you under my wing. And he got that with Lily. Like he was like, oh my God, she's making this show. It was beauty break. It was the biggest thing at that time in that category. And he's like, oh my God, I'm gonna take you under my wing. And then he did and you started your personal channel and like he would be in your videos and like promote it and shit like that. And then like, we don't need to talk about like the fallout of that, but I just feel like it's interesting how he does that with so many people. Like, I just feel like he's like, I'm gonna like work on you. Like you are my, my protege. It's kind of like he gets like talent crushes. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's better. What did I say? Content creator boners? Yeah, <laughs> it worked. I think, again, so I wasn't really familiar with his content, but I definitely knew that he was a big name in the space. And of course, like, I, same with me. Well, and so when we were collaborating a lot, cause he's in a ton of clever videos, they were very much him being like, I wanna come be on cheat day. I wanna come be on lunchy break. I never asked him. I remember it happening in real time. He was he was like very obsessed with any show you were producing at Clever. He's like, oh my God, you guys are killing it. You guys are doing amazing. Like he would tell you that. <laughs> well, and he was coming from the spot of, he's at home alone making content by himself. And the reason he even found us is because he was doing like the exact same content. He was mm -hmm. like trying a bunch of weird foods. So that's why he found Cheat Day. Right, and then he would try weird food era. Yeah. So that's why it all lined up. He definitely helped Clever a lot. He helped me. I definitely, he helped grow my socials a lot. So I don't want to ever be ungrateful for that. And I definitely- <sighs> Come on. Like, I feel like that's what he thrives off of. And I don't mean this like in a malicious way, but I feel like he definitely like, you can help someone. You can yeah. see someone and say, I, I see a lot of potential in you. You know, you're a talented editor, you're a talented content creator, whatever the fuck. But like, you're allowed to feel negatively towards someone who like helped you gain some followers. Like, I just feel that's well, no, such no, bullshit. No, and I, I, I that. do, but that's, that's the thing. It's like, I, so I have different compartmentalized feelings. It's like, on yeah, one hand, yeah. I look back and I'm like, I am grateful. I. I don't think, it wasn't like I had literally no followers and he like launched me into stardom and no. I wouldn't have had a career without him. But I definitely won't deny that he helped me get And let's some. not, yeah, but you also, like, let's look at Bobby Burns for an example. Bobby Burns was like taken under his wing as like the hater that actually is a great content creator and you guys should all follow him. And now he makes videos on my channels on Sundays for like one month and then that was it. And I'm gonna give him a Jeep. Like it was such a random like era. And Bobby Burns, like I genuinely believe and a lot of people believe this too, that like his career was actually ruined by Shane. Like yeah. his career was just destroyed. But you maintained your shit on your own. Like I feel like Shane can like, take anybody under his wing, but also like ruin it by like doing Well, but that. here's the thing is, I, the reason I think that Shane and I, cause we never had like a, a falling out per no. se. Like I, we just ha haven't, haven't talked in years. I think the last time Me I talked Debbie to him Lovato. was- <laughs> <laughs> Same. Do you talk to Poot still? I do. Yeah, we, uh, we stay in touch. <laughs> no, but, um, the last time I talked to him was when Megan, uh, when her YouTube channel got hacked and it, he had reached out to connect her with um, his YouTube contacts. I was like the in-between. But even then, before that, I hadn't talked to him in forever. So I haven't seen him in years. But would you agree that people, when he got canceled, and I, I mean, I know the answer to this, but I'll ask you on air. Do you agree that it's quite a pickle to be in when you have at all publicly associated yourself with someone and then they get into controversy and they're like, Lily, you know Shane, answer for him. So I keep, I feel like I keep repeating myself and going out of order, but I wasn't familiar with his content to begin with. I just knew who he was. And from right from the jump, I got in trouble because he was being inappropriate. So like that was not news to me that he was really like edgy and would say Vulgar. inappropriate things, yeah. but like, he had, and not that this makes anything okay, but I'm like, he had so many followers and everyone loved him. So I just assumed everyone kind of was like, good with it. And we like, I think he even did, especially after I got yelled at the first time, he definitely, I think, toned it down for Clever. And I honestly really only spent time with him when we were filming stuff and I was at work. <laughs> so yeah. then when he gets canceled and I see all of these old videos come out and there's like the Willow Smith one and there's, it was I literally, it was everyone bad. I watch, yeah. it made me feel physically ill because yeah. I'm like, okay, well I knew he was like inappropriate, like and like vulgar, but I didn't. And you shouldn't, the thing is too is like, and, and this is a kind of a comment, not to be Candace Owens, but it is kind of a comment on like cancel culture as, as a whole, where it's like, can we hold people accountable who just know someone going through? So like, like I feel like well, you had no place in I, that at all. I do understand why people would be like, you've made so many videos. Why would you have done that? 
if you, but like, I didn't know he had done blackface a bunch of times. Like I had no, bro, nobody had a fucking clue unless you follow Chain Dawson. He's had such a long career and he's had so many eras and come back and have like kind of new audiences. And you met and him in his had, food. And he found a new audience from, yeah. like right when I met him was when he really launched his whole new, like it was yep. before any of his documentaries and before he had 20 million people watching his video yeah. on the first day. Way before. It was a big growth period for him and, too. You know. Also, I have to say, do we know them? Like, he was super nice. Like, when That's I met the him, thing. It's I like, mean, I, what I was he going to do, like punch me in the face? But, like, <laughs> he was a nice guy. Uh, no, that's the thing. It's like he, I have a lot, I think, to thank him for, but that doesn't mean that I think any of his behavior and stuff have like, been okay. Oh, 100%. I feel like you're going to get stressed about this when we get off, and I'm sorry in advance. But, like, I do feel like in the conspiracy era, like, I totally bought all the Jeffree Star shit. Like, not bought, like, literally. But, I mean, like, I believed it. I was like, oh, wow, like, Jeffree Star is this vulnerable individual. How amazing. Like, it's before he really, I saw that like, one video. Bro, and now looking back, I'm like, Jesse, do you have two brain cells? Like, what on earth? Like, literally all of it's so cringe and, like, so over the yeah, top. Yeah, and I, like, look at, like, the, the like, Eugenia oh, series but is very... Very not okay. And there's a lot of things I don't, I'm like, I, I don't think we were even talking at that point. Like a hundred percent. Yeah, that, that series was fucked up. But I also remember vividly myself having thoughts like during the Jeffree Star series. I remember him being outside of Jeffree's house, going in and him being like, oh my God, this house is so nice. And me thinking like, bitch, aren't you rich? Like, what? Like, I remember thinking that he had a very big disconnect. Like, he was trying to play this part of the poor boy. And like, maybe he has been poor in his life. Like, who hasn't? Like, I've been fucking poor in my life. But like, maybe he has been poor in his life, but he was just like trying to channel that to be more relatable. That's how I always felt. One of the things that was happening like when we were becoming friends was me negotiating my contract to stay at Clever or if I was going to leave. And I was making like no money. And he was basically saying, leave, I'll help manage you. Like I'll help you launch your <gasps> channel. Just leave Clever. I but I couldn't do that, that because you can't just immediately make suddenly a ton of money in a month. And I literally had no money. So I'm like, okay. I can't quit. For and those of you, leave. yeah, you guys don't, like I remember this era. I remember Lily being like, so like how much do you make on like a brandy on Instagram? And I told her and she's like, what? <laughs> Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I, well, yeah, I wasn't allowed that. to do my channel. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to do any Instagram deals or anything. You were being screwed royally. At For Clever. sure. You really were. And I get that. But like, he was playing his savior complex. Like, I loved Lily. And Lily was has been one of my best friends for many, many years. But like, did I tell you, like, don't worry, Lily, you can work for me. Like, I got you. Like, no, well, because I can't. And, and honestly, I think that's part of when we started not really when we grew apart, you could say, is that like I signed a contract because I didn't quit because I couldn't. I'm like, I can't just leave. Like anyway, so he, when I knew him was like when I was at my brokest. It was like the era when you would like be like, Lily, want to hang out? And I'm like, I can't. I don't have money to go anywhere. And you're like, well, an Uber is outside. So get in. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the peer pressure to make Lily hang out with you. I miss those days. It was never that I didn't want and then to. She was I saying, was just, oh my God, have we ever talked about our sleepovers? Oh my God, no. There, yes, we have because you bitched Ugh. about the fact that I leave early and that you would feel neglected. She leaves early. She's that friend at the sleepover who's like, mom, come pick me no, up. No, I would leave early in the morning because I'd wake up and then I would... Uh, anyway, we're not going to discuss this. And she would be like, Jesse, you snore. I had to go. I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> I would wake up, Lily would be gone. I'm like, this is not a fun sleepover. <laughs> But anyway, uh, no, so the whole point of like that, that was to like but, preface but I was going to say that he knew me at my poorest moment and then he would, yeah. I would hear him in videos at that same time mention. Talk about being poor. Yeah. And I'd be like, but I was just at your house. And like, to me, that was like, you have a, a million dollar home that overlooks the valley. Like, and you have a pool and like. And, and well, he's always, that's the thing. Like even in that era, he had a very nice house. It wasn't a Jeffree Star house, but it was like. No, but even when he was doing the Jeffree Star thing, his and Ryland's house is ridiculous. It is a mansion. I do understand that Shane definitely could have been much more rich because had he been brand friendly and been able to get sponsors slash oh. not been demonetized on, I'm sure a ton of content, then I'm sure he would have made more money. Stuff. Every single documentary video, I'm pretty sure if not Those are like sponsored. a couple that weren't, they were sponsored. Like. All yeah, of this like shit, like Honey, honey or... yeah, Honey is not paying Shane Dawson any less than like 
30 grand for a video minimum. That was my like I'm talking oh, like on their worst that's day. A, that is an absolute joke. I bet at that time he could guarantee that he was going to get probably 20 million views, hundreds of thousands. So, he, yeah, no, he was at least yeah, getting yeah. probably 100,000 at least. We understand that was a lot of rambling, uh, but we we do have a point here, I swear. And that's uh, the topic of today's video. So basically, Shane Dawson came out with a new video and the topic of it was interesting and kind of relates to what we were talking about because he was always talking about how he was poor, all this shit. We know he wasn't. We know he made a lot of money. Um, but the new topic of this video was about generic brands versus name brands, right? So it's like Honey Nut Cheerios and Honey Nut O's are actually the same thing and they were manufactured by the same Which, place. You know, I will say the topic in general, because I think the comment from a lot of people about this entire video is that it's super boring. I think the topic in general is interesting and I think it could have been a video. Did it have to be like an hour long documentary that is edited to be a super dramatic conspiracy theory. No, I, maybe not. <laughs> I think it could have been like a lighthearted, like one time we on clever did um, a cheat day where it was like trying name brands versus generic. And it was like trying hunts versus. I mean, I think hunts isn't generic, but like hunts versus Heinz or like Kraft Mac and cheese versus the store brand. I thought I was going to be really good at all of it. And guess what? I got most of them wrong, which checks out because yeah. apparently a lot of them are the same because they do like what makeup does. And it's like white labeling, but I mean, private labeling. It's like one manufacturer makes the same product, but then they package it multiple ways and sell it to multiple places. I feel like I've known about this for so long. So I was just like extra like, okay, when I watched this. Maybe some people don't know about it, but I think it's kind of Even if you don't knowledge. know about it, like someone just informing you at like a get together at like dinner would be like the extent of all of this. Like, I feel like he's making it into this big thing, which whatever, like I get it. It wouldn't be like finding out the world's flat. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no bitch, not at all. Uh, but I really want to cut to this Cheeto moment because it was something else. Which by the way, this is 42 minutes into this video. Yeah. So it's all been the same theme too. We haven't, like usually he does a few different, no, this has all been just, Actually, you know what? Now that you said that, let's go to the intro really quick because the intro, like, you would think that they've uncovered the most bizarre shit ever. Everything's a lie. This is why I love conspiracies. I don't even know if these are conspiracies. I just love this shit because everything's a lie. Don't believe anything you see. Everything's bullshit. Everything is companies manipulating us, marketing. bullshitting us, and marketing to us. It's all fucking crazy. It's all lies. You know, Isn't it crazy? Is nuts. This is like a jaw-dropping moment, for sure. It's crazy. <laughs> are we gonna die? Are we gonna die? Let's cut to the moment wait, where wait. they- Just let me point out the irony though also in Shane saying that everything's a lie and that it's all manipulation and marketing when he literally is editing this video to be like a full-on horror conspiracy like thriller and it's actually just like the same thing repeated for an hour. You could get through this topic in five minutes. No, but like I, I just wow. innately documentaries are known to be like a very manipulative medium yeah, because yeah, of yeah, like that's true. the music and the editing and like how they tell the story and like don't get me wrong I love documentaries and I agree that you can shift the perspective and stuff through editing but it, we didn't need to go like <laughs> it's just so funny like the juxtaposition of like that moment versus this so these are normal Cheetos, normal Cheetos. and these are Clancy's from Aldi Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Is your heart racing, Lily? Again, I ask why we're still surprised <laughs> when we are 42, 43 minutes into this video, and this is like the no, no, I, you must just, no. that they've compared. No, no, no. You just don't get it. You don't like, get I it. I didn't even get to this point because I turned it off. Uh, yeah, well, we could just try them out of the bags. That was crazy. So regular Cheeto. Aldi. I don't. That's a fucking Cheeto. No. Fucking Cheeto. And I was like, the Cheetos aren't going to be the same. Shape. I don't know. I'm also like, I get that you have to like try it for the visual of the video. Like that's the whole point. But also I'm like, if you see that they're from the same manufacturer and they have the same ingredients, then why do we have to confirm that they're the same? Isn't that pretty obvious uh, it's so it's ridiculous and honestly i'll save you guys like the introduction of ghost kitchens because if you don't know what a ghost kitchen is it's essentially like a restaurant like denny's or something selling their stuff on postmates under a different name to me they're so easy to spot out on postmates not to ridiculous. be like oh my god i knew about this before everyone but but you know about it before back, everyone. um like honestly like three or four years ago i used to order a lot of postmates 
And I would see these places and I'm like, that there's not a place, like that doesn't exist. I drive by, like, what are you talking about? Or I'd recognize the pictures from other places and it would be like an IHOP or something. And I'm like, that's the picture that IHOP uses. Like, what the fuck is this? And I wanted to do a video about it forever ago and I just didn't. And then everyone else has for the last four years. So um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shane was a little late to that party too. Basically, he introduces ghost kitchens as like this, of course, I mean, you saw the Cheetos thing. He wrote, he introduces it like, can you believe? And it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I get it. Um, but then he gets a pizza delivery. Let's check it out. These are all from like the last 10 minutes because I've not seen them. This is yeah, they are. Oh, also, I, I feel like this probably doesn't have to be said, but he doesn't react that dramatically to things in real life. <laughs> At all. <laughs> I can imagine. Ooh, I'm so excited. Okay, so this is a new pizza place. Pasquales. Yeah, so as you can see, it's like a new, like, you know, like one of those cute modern places. Okay, do you like pizza? I love pizza. This was kind of pricey because this is like an expensive kind of bougie pizza. Ooh. Why are you like flexing on us? Do you also like feel bad that you spent money on a fancy pizza? Well, I, I mean, when I get something from Pasquales, like look at the branding. It's like so nice. Okay. Chris, do you want to open it? Okay. Yeah. Is it gonna like pop out? I'm scared for some reason. I, I don't know. Today's been messy. I'm scared. Why am I scared? <laughs> huh. The seasoning looks fancy. Hold on. Let me just. Oh, look at the like cheese crisps. Wait, that is kind of fancy. Why does it not align at all whatsoever? Wait, wait this is weird. Why does it not fit together? Wait, why? It literally doesn't fit together. Wait a minute. This piece doesn't fit. Shane, this is, this is giving me like Chuck E. Cheese vibes. <laughs> Maybe that's because Pasquale's is Chuck E. Cheese. On DoorDash, we found Pasquale's Pizza. Link. Okay, first of all, I have to say, back. yes. But what I have to say too is like the, for, am I the only one that I'm like, it would fit if you just let it like too like it literally is like it just was not oh. aligned because they were like it was off and they just needed to push it together the thing is too is like this made me think about his Chuck E. Cheese video and if you guys don't remember like in the Jeffree Star documentary era when he was still on and popping he did a conspiracy about Chuck E. Cheese that basically the that they would take the left yeah they would take like the leftover slices of pizza and put it together with other slices of pizza so that he can make a whole pizza and sell it to people brand new and that was why their pizza look like so off center and from what i remember he was like in trouble because of that like like you don't you can't just say that i don't think he actually got sued because i feel like there was a video where they like went back or something and then they were making jokes the whole time well he says that like he actually addresses that here in a second link to this brick and mortar chuck e cheese turns out the chain is operating a restaurant under a different name pascali's pizza and wings kidding me i gotta get chris because he's the one that's the most shook about this it's chuck e cheese bitch it's chuck e cheese bitch guess what you thought you were getting a pizza from pasquale's pasquale sounds like a pretty legit italian place right a modern new you know italian market no bitch it's chuck e cheese that shit don't fit this shit is fucked up this pizza is made by a rat <laughs> chris you're so observant it was so wrong <laughs> So what happened was, Chuck E. Cheese is the, I believe, please don't sue me, Chuck E. We're, we're on good terms now. You are? Yes, we made up. But like, like he says that quick comment, but I'm like, you had to have actually been in contact with Chuck E. Cheese because he caused such a ruckus telling people that, I mean, you're not just saying like, oh, they cut their pizza fucked up. You're saying that they go in no, the back. Like, like, they're violating yeah. health codes and like reuse. Insane. You can't yeah. just say that. And he was like 100% sure about it. Well, and with this, I didn't look too much at the geometry of the pizza because I was a little too focused on the fact that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember him ever being like so obviously like and i get he's like doing it as a shtick too but like so over the top like acting in it 
It's bad. Well, like, it's, I feel like too. It's gotten worse, and like that, yeah, I, that's. I'm like, I don't remember it ever being that like that before. And, I mean, I feel like he's always put on quite the show for the camera. Like when I met him, he was actually very like timid and like kind of shy and stuff. Yeah, and maybe because he didn't know me or like he was in an environment he wasn't you know familiar with. But like I feel like as someone who also edits, I feel like it changes my perspective too because I understand how much I could take a video of someone walking through a grocery store and make it a horror movie yeah. if that's what we wanted to do. And it's like. This is so embarrassing because of that. I'm like, like, I just picture myself like in the hotel room, silence, like them just doing the most right now with this and, I, and me just being in a corner like, Well, I mean, what? you What's think happening? of uh, like the ghost hunting videos I can barely watch because they're so dramatic. And it, because it's all dramatic about nothing. Like they literally manufacture all of the dramatics with the editing. So something like this, again, I, I think maybe I would have gone more of a comedic, Root, which he does usually kind of like break his stuff with comedy, which I appreciate. But like this just feels like again we're we're fifty six minutes in, like yeah. And I just like after everything came out, and I just kind of like took that back seat to watching his content. Like I just I can watch his content almost like from above. Like I'm not like I don't know. Like I'm not like super immersed in it. It's all just cringe a little bit. Like, I'm just kind of like... It just felt like before I used to be watching, like, my friend Shane. And now it feels like I'm watching someone be... So, I don't even know who... I don't know. Yeah, I, I totally get that. But all of that to say, after he put out this video, which was obviously hashtag revolutionary, he put out this statement that I found pretty interesting. So for context, this was actually posted 17 hours after he posted this video and it had had 495,000 views, which is a lot of fucking views, right? Um, and Shane Dawson took to his Instagram story to make a statement because it was necessary. Context first, he does have 20 million subscribers. I believe. But like half a million views in 17 hours, still pretty good day. You know, I would fucking love uh, half a million views, but just throwing that out there is still a lot. Yeah. Um, so Shane Dawson posted on Instagram stories and said, so I'm just going to be honest. My new video isn't really getting much love from the YouTube algorithm. I know this is lame to ask for, but if you enjoyed the video, please share it with your friends. I haven't asked for that in probably 10 years, but I'm really proud of this video. So I might as well ask to those of you who have watched it and shown it love. Thank you. It really means the world to me. And to that, I say like, don't do that. I mean, don't do that. That don't. First of all, mm. I kind of, maybe you haven't asked to share it with friends, but I'm like, this is not the first time you've kind of acted like no one's watching your video and please go help it out. Your video doesn't have 20,000 views, Shane. If you have anywhere near 100,000 views in less than 24 hours, like you should not be on Instagram stories asking people like, please show it some love, like it's not getting, first of all, I hate the whole YouTube algorithm shit, like. So that is especially ironic though, because did you know when I saw it yesterday, I think I watched it last night, it has about a million views now mm -hmm. and it was number 13 on trending. Well, then I guess it worked, the call out, but it's just like a lot of people saw that and were the like- The algorithm seems to be okay with it now. Like you're not shadow banned. No, oh Even though like maybe he sh should be. I hate when YouTubers do that in general. Like I think it's one thing to be like, hey, we posted a video, of course, like promote it across socials and whatever. But like trying to play it again, it's kind of like that victim of like, oh, like I'm poor and like the YouTube algorithm doesn't love me. And it's like, Shane, this video like objectively does not hit. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you're looking through all well, the- that's what I was even saying with like the, the topic, I'm like, it could have been like a quick vlog. Having it be like a video I'm really proud of. Real Obviously it was a lot of effort like editing and yeah. stuff, like of course. Like you put a lot of effort because into editing Because he didn't it. have much to work with. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess I just stand in like the point of like, I, I guess that I do really don't like when people try so hard to be relatable in moments like this where it's like, I know this is lame and like, you know, it's just little me and like, I don't, it's like Shane, you're a millionaire. You've been really successful in your career. You've had a very lucrative career. Like, don't play us for a fool and like try to pretend to be this poor like victim who like, I don't know. I guess I just really don't like the way he plays it. Like, and I haven't liked it for a very long time. If I were him, I just like would be thankful anyone's watching. I know at this point. No, it is true. Like you have not just been canceled for like one mistake or one thing or whatever. Like you no, have it's been like, like so like, like you were done a million times to yeah. it. You were done yeah. a million times. And I just think that, 
him doing it in the very Shane Dawson way, which is like, I know this is lame and like this is horrible. And I think it comes from like a piece of maybe his heart, but majority of just like, if I self-deprecate myself, if I say I'm a piece of shit and I'm poor and I suck and I'm ugly and I'm fat, people will relate to that. And I like for people to relate to me. Like, I feel like he has become the like, perpet like caricature of like, I'm one of you guys, you know what I mean? But it's like, Shane, at the end of the day, like, no, you're fucking really rich and you're also- Well, uh, that's <laughs> the thing. I mean, at a certain point, and not to like sympathize with him over this, but I think this goes for a lot of celebrities and mostly I think YouTubers that get to a point where they cross over from being quote unquote relatable to being like, like he's so far from relatable now. Not only is he rich, but like just the life he has lived is so unreal. But that's fine. Like I, be authentic about that. People want authenticity. They, they don't want the fake relatability. If people connect with you as a human being, I don't think it fucking matters no. if you get rich but or I you don't think, or whatever. Like I think Emma Chamberlain is yeah. that, or Chamberlain, why did I say her name weird? Whatever. I think she's a really good example of this. Like she's fucking rich as fuck, works with the biggest brands, whatever. And there are a lot of people hating on it, but uh, there's a lot of people that really appreciate that like, she is still herself amongst that like ginormous life that she has now. The issue is, is that a lot of people don't know how to navigate that and they like overthink it too much themselves and then overcompensate. So like she is able to figure it out and I think he just has never been able to. Overcompensation is the perfect way to put it. I think he's overcompensating for the success he's had in life because he maybe identifies more with like how things used to be for him or like he finds that to be more of a connection with his audience. I don't know what it is, but like it's such a major overcompensation that it drives me a little bit insane. It's like, we get it. Like you had a rough like upbringing and whatever, like a lot of us fucking have, but the fact is you live a very, very privileged life right now. And like, just live it, like enjoy it. You worked hard for it, like who it's cares? It's just, I, I think of it like, especially being like in the YouTube space and on camera and working at like a studio. So many people I've seen on camera that immediately when they are in front of the camera, they like clam up and they get really awkward and don't act like themselves. And I always just want to like shake them and be like, just be normal. Like everyone loves you. Like, why won't you just be you? I feel like that's what I want to do through the screen to Shane a lot of the time because I'm like, I, he wasn't like that before. Like people would like you if you were you like, I don't know. He was like, he was fun to be around. Yeah, I, I agree hundred percent. And I think that like there is, I understand that like having a ton of money or something isn't right now the most relatable thing. And like a lot of people might feel some type of way about one person having a lot more money than you have. Like that, that may happen. But I think the majority of us would, we like to see people succeed. I don't like the karma of like wishing everybody fucking was as broke as me or like whatever. Like I, I want everybody to succeed, everybody to have a livable wage and live your life and have fun and, and do whatever you want. It's but ironic, like, sorry to interrupt, but I, I can't help but think back to when he did the series with Graveyard Girl and her whole like hurdle that she needed to get over was that she like didn't know how to show her like wealthy new life that she had gotten from all of her success. She only knew how to be mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. does this thing really work girl? And like, she couldn't bridge that gap. And he was the one being like, you need to just show people what you're really like. I'm like, this isn't what you're really like. But you don't, yeah, yeah but you don't do that. Oh, that's so true. Um, I feel like we've been rattling for a billion years. Yeah, I think we're both gonna but kill that ourselves was like, while we're editing this, but um, literally, anyway. I know, I can already see it. Anyway, we're done. But that's it for today's episode. Let us know what you guys think. I feel like we touched on a lot of, a lot. Like we just said a lot. So let us know what you think about I, that. I can't even remember like where we started. No, oh, Ariana Grande lookalike. Oh God, never mind. I it's don't want to remember. I know. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys. If you made it to the end, God bless you. I mean, it's really been a journey, but uh, it has. Yeah, please subscribe if you haven't, and you know, or if you're listening not. on no, Apple Podcasts no. or Spotify, uh, rate us five stars and leave a review. Please. And if you don't want to rate us five stars, then maybe just don't do it at all. <laughs> Are we gonna get banned for that? Is that against TOS? Oh. Is that not allowed? I don't know, but what she said. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, we love you, and as always, we'll see you next Sunday. Bye. Bye.
tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 